Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks, and let's chat Asian drama. I'm Carrie the Mocknick. I'm CL Kita. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we, re- we release exclusively for our Patreon supporters. Patreons also get an invitation to the Dramas with a Side of Kimchi Discord server, where we are always chatting about all the latest dramas, dramas and news. So if you want to talk daily with all the fangirls, come join us on Patreon. You can find the link in our show notes. And I have to say, I am on Discord daily. It's possibly a little bit of a problem, but I like it over there. We have fun. I pop in every once in a while. You should come more. I really should. I um, I have guilt about that. I look at it and I look at my little numbers and I'm like, I need to go back to that. <laughs> Because we're, we're to the point now that we've organized like drama group watches and we have a monthly movie night and we are always, I mean, it's gotten to the point where sometimes some of the, the discord people, they beat Amber to the punch posting teasers and stuff. Like, we're oh, just, for real? For real. It's Is that awesome. possible? I know, right? Because <laughs> I don't do. think Amber sleeps. I think Amber is just like, she's constant. I think she's got like a wire hooked into her head <laughs> that like right. feeds the news down. I've been right, talking about Doctor that Who, so that, that's why I've got that image. Right. Now I can see it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, today, uh, CL Kita and I are going to have a cozy chat centered around one of her favorite Chinese dramas, Boss and Me, also called Shan Chan Comes to Eat. And she's been bugging me to watch it for years. And she even forwarded, what was it, a couple of years back, you forwarded me a Facebook link to a video of very grainy, questionable quality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's just how desperate people were to keep it in circulation. So thankfully, Netflix recently acquired the rights to it, and I was able to watch it without squinting to see all the action. Okay, so Netflix, God bless Netflix, has picked up a lot of the older shows that they really needed to pick up. Mm -hmm. Um, I originally watched this on Drama Fever, and it had Drama Fever subs, and everywhere in the world that had English subs, really bad YouTube links, Facebook, whatever, they were using the drama fever subs. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that it feels like Netflix has um, done a little bit better job with the subs. There's missing a few things, but overall it's so crisp and clear and it's not buffering. So (laughs) we'll take that. Now you're like, okay, stop. Tell me what this is about. Well, According to my drama list, it's a we have a big conglomerate president, Fong Tong. He has a younger sister and she has a very rare blood type and she needs a transfusion. So he finds an employee at his company named Zhu Shan Shan and asks her for a blood donation. Afterwards, they're indebted to Shan Shan, but instead of just paying her off like Fong Tong normally does, his sister suggests sending her nutritious packed lunches so she and Shan can recover from the blood loss and to make the thank you a little bit more personal. Shan Shan loves to eat and her enjoyment of the lunches, along with her general bright and sunny personality, start melting cold Fong Tong's heart. So what you need to understand is that Shan Shan is a country girl. She has moved to the city from the country she is living with one of her classmates who is also living in the city and 
she has gone to work at this big company that she never thought she would work at. And one night she's woken up in the middle of the night and they need her to go to the hospital. She goes without question. She is willing to, um, she's willing to donate her blood for anyone because she has, she understands that she has a rare blood type. They call it panda blood because it's so rare. (laughs) So she has a panda blood type and it's um, the whole situation. She is just thankful that she can do this and you get the feeling that maybe she or her family have been in a situation before where somebody wasn't able to help them or -hmm. it could just be that since she knows that she has a rare blood type she just without question does it now she is bubbly and adorable and smart so why did we watch this show i watched the show because this was back, oh, I want to say 2013, 2014. How old is this show? I think 2014. Um, it was right after it was released and it was on Drama Fever. And I saw it and I was like, oh, this looks charming. So I started watching it and I was like, oh, please don't be a candy girl. <laughs> right. Because a candy girl, as we know, is someone who is dumb and pretty and goes to be with a rich guy but Mm -hmm. i started watching it and i was like oh my gosh and i binged this thing and then i binged it every year afterwards even with the horrible copies (laughs) and i started telling everybody to watch it so um that's why i watched it i watched it because it was in my um recommended list and it had a lot of really good reviews and i just fell in love with she and shan And I watched it because peer pressure, right? (laughs) But I was actually, I was pulled in because your description of her, she is not the candy girl. You know, she's not brainless. I think the biggest struggle I had was the fact that Shan Shan doesn't recognize her own intelligence. She is always dismissing her own abilities. And so, and we'll talk about it more later, but it just, it made it hard to see her not believe in herself and keep referring to herself as a little person and a little assistant and just very much minimizing her herself. And I'm like, girl, stand up. So some of that has to do with the fact that she has been babied her whole life because of her, her panda blood. So Mm. they've protect, she's been heavily, heavily protected and she is aware of that. And so I think that that has a lot to do with, you know, you can't do that. Shan Shan. Right. So I think that has some of it. Okay, fair enough. All right, so what are some moments that drew us in in the beginning? I, and I put this question on here because I was thinking about when she goes and finds this empty balcony in the conglomerate building. And so she goes to eat her nutritious lunch there and she's trying to cheer herself up and she does a little dance, a little sunshine dance. And she, all she can see is herself in the reflection of the window. But then on the other side of the blinds is Fong Tong. <laughs> he's, he's watching this little sprite of a girl dance and cheer herself up and he starts smiling. And it was just, it was cute to see herself just, I love it when people are, you know, even though she dismisses herself, she still tries to be very positive. And I liked watching that. And then just to see him enjoy that quiet moment. Not a stalker because he didn't seek her out, but um he allowed it to continue for a long time. <laughs> you know, 
I, it, he's not a stalker. No. He has a interested awareness of her mm. and he doesn't want to embarrass her. He's already gone out once. So he's already gone out once and put a jacket on her because it's too cold and told her not to come back up there. And that's how the whole thing started. And she keeps sneaking back up there to the balcony and she doesn't know that he's in there watching her. So he just sits back and eventually he mimics her as she eats. She takes Mm -hmm. a bite. He takes a bite. Um, And they're having lunch together. Exactly. And the moment that, that really drew me in, um, when I first watched this, it's a classic little, she's, she's not rich. She's poor. Um, and she doesn't make any bones about it. She's Mm -hmm. they're creating an app and it's a, it's a, a life force app thing. Right. And they want to know why out of everyone in the company, Shan Shan's not using it. And she looks at the um, marketing director and she says, because you can't have a life without spending money on here. And I don't spend money. Mm-hmm. I'm saving money. The and look on his face when she said that, just like it had not occurred to him. That was awesome. It's, and it also puts it into perspective for normal people. Like you can relate to Shan Shan. I mean, it, a budgeting app that doesn't really budget doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's one of the things that I like the most is that Shan Shan is presented as this silly girl, but it's just because she's youthful. Right. It's not that she's stupid. She's very practical. And she continues to maintain that heightened awareness of money and life through the entire show. She does not lose that smart that that we don't spend money we don't have we don't we don't spend money on useless things mentality mm-hmm. even and, when Fong Tong gives her his card uh, you know it's and it's that's a hilarious moment because she won't use it she doesn't need anything <laughs> right and he's like take the girls out for lunch it's on me and so you know it's it goes directly into our next topic which is the dynamic what did we think about the dynamic between Fong Tong and Shan Shan at first well at first there isn't a real dynamic Mm -hmm. at first she is petrified of him because he's the big boss Mm -hmm. and he's handsome and never in a million years did she ever think he would be interested in her right and it's it's a it's so she is not out to get his attention so no, she just has it and she doesn't understand why because <laughs> she so, just she's humble she doesn't see herself that way which is a direct contrast to a lot of the girls in the company who are trying to get his attention because they're pretty or they're intelligent and she's just she's herself she's her humble little self and that's a large part of what draws him in and the the amusing part of the whole situation is that he is so far above her that nev- she doesn't consider him at all. Uh-huh. So there is another guy, the marketing director, the, the partner. Handsome Chi. Handsome Chi. And he is the one that all the girls like. So she likes him, but she mm-hmm. doesn't seriously like him. 
No, like, he's like she her likes idol. To look, she likes to look at him. And so the fun, there's, there's some really fun moments associated with that dynamic. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I think that the, the best part is that Fung Tong falls for her before she ever falls for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see him softening, like you said, when he puts the coat on her and it's like, don't come here. It's too cold. And then when he sits down to eat with her and just all these little moments where you see that he's drawn to her just so naturally. When she finally breaks down and because she has to give herself permission to like him. Mm-hmm. And, and I really, we watch so many shows where, you know, oh, they're, they're faded. They're meant to be blah, blah, blah. There's never any problems. And it's a big deal for Shan Shan to like Fong Tong. Mm-hmm. Nobody believes it. And she doesn't believe it'll last. And that, you know, that's part of the problem with, with them at the very beginning is she would, she doesn't, you know, she has no idea why he keeps coming around, but it's also what makes the story. You can stick with it for the, all the episodes because she doesn't, she decides that she's going to be worthy. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, is that it's not really worthy of him. It's worthy of her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't understand this because she keeps seeking to improve herself, but she's got the big boss. He right? doesn't, he doesn't understand. And I love her for that. Mm-hmm. And then for her to get her, cause she goes for the CPA right. qualification and she gets it in a year. And we hear earlier in the show that like, it takes other people four tries Right. You know, several years and she gets it in one. And she is not, I mean, I love characters who have been overlooked by society mm-hmm. and she has always stayed on her level and, you know, she tries, obviously she's dreams big because she had applied at this huge company that she never had a dream of getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, now she was brought into the company because of her blood type, because Fong Tong has a few people on hand that he knows have the same blood type as his sister. So that in case of an emergency, he has a blood bank. Yeah. Which was a little weird to me at first, but I was like, well, it makes sense. If you've got the resources to make sure that your family stays safe, I would do that too. And it's not a and in china everybody knows their blood type uh-huh it's not and and you say what your blood type is and so it's as long as somebody's okay with donating i don't care yeah yeah that's fine it's a little weird for people to get hired on that but that's just because that's outside of my perspective out of my experience but they talk about that they have people who are equally qualified but if they have a panda blood candidate, they will hire the panda blood candidate. Mm-hmm. And Lots. I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. So let, let's talk about some of these side characters like Fong Tong's sister who needs the blood, the panda blood. And then he's got his secretaries. I've never met anyone who needs two secretaries, but he's got two secretaries. And then we've got Shan Shan's adorable parents. And then she's got her work friend who sends the sends knives with Shan Shan when she goes home. 
and then it makes her eat egg tarts later in the drama, which leads to some interesting choices. But anyway, we had we had a great set of side characters. So who do you want to talk about first? I want to talk about Fong Tong's sister. She is a classic little rich girl. Totally. She is sweet. She is clueless. Mm -hmm. And she really just wants her brother to be happy. She really does. And because she's happy, she's happily married to someone who is basically at Shan Chan's level. And he brings, he brings, I like her husband. So Fong Tong's brother-in-law. I like him a lot because he brings a level-headed perspective because they, the, the Fong family knows that they're privileged and they know that they get myopic because of it. And so he brings, they listen to him and they respect his perspective because he brings it to the table, something outside of their experience to the table. And one of the things that I like about Fong Yu is she is just a helper. And her life is, is not easy. I mean, she's the whole reason we have this story. Mm-hmm. She has complications having with childbirth, having her child, and mm-hmm. she needs a blood transfusion. And then later on in the show, she has another medical emergency. And so her life is not uncomplicated, but she is just the sweetest character. And the moment she sees that she and Shan is good for her brother, it's happening. Mm-hmm. She will make that happen. She will do everything to clear the path. I mean, she's a bulldozer. And I <laughs> like is. her. I love her. I love her. I love her. The fact that she is not petty. Mm-mm. No, she's very genuine. And um, she... <laughs> She reminds me, his secretaries are a lot like his sister. Mm. Except quieter. They're not quite bulldozers. Now, Linda is the main secretary. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he has the the two secretaries because he has the one that travels with him and the one that holds down the office. And um, the secretaries come into play because he makes the secretaries take lunch to Shan Shan. Which totally overwhelms her at first because Linda comes down and Linda's all polished perfection. And then she's seeking out Shan Shan and Shan Shan's like, what I do? And, but they, they love their boss. Mm-hmm. They and respect they, him a lot. And they're not in love with him. Mm-hmm. So they're just, I mean, it's, it's like all of these little characters are, are conspiring to throw Shan Shan at the big boss. And <laughs> yeah they do little things like tell him that shan shan was up looking for him and she must miss him very much mm-hmm. and i just it, it, i don't know i i love that i love um i love how all of our little side characters from the secretaries to shan shan's friend that sits next to her yeah down in the financial department Oh my gosh, her little friend that's next to her is so cute. And she loves, she really likes Shan Shan. And she's about as smart as Shan Shan. Mm-hmm. So she's just, it's, they're just young and they don't yeah. think things through. So like, like not sending knives with people to so the like, train station. Yeah, she sends knives with Shan Shan to the train station. Shan Shan's bag gets stolen while she's waiting because it's Chinese New Year and 
the train stations are full. And so Shan Shan is stranded. She has no ID. She's standing there with a box of knives. And she has to have someone come vouch for her. So she calls Fong Tong's secretaries. And Fong Tong's secretaries call him. <laughs> the little matchmakers. <laughs> I love it so much. So um, this puts Shan Shan where she has to go stay with Fong Tong because there's no flights out. There's no flights out. <laughs> and then later on, this same friend gives Shan Shan some egg tarts before she has to go have blood work done. It pushes Shan Shan and Fong Tong even closer because Shan Shan thinks she's pregnant. <laughs> well, they say her HCG is elevated. The nurse says that. Right. So I didn't they're know like, that egg yolk pie could do that, but there we are. Um, I'm curious about that, but you know, hey, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Um, and even Shan Shan's mom and dad are helping out. So, like, Shan Shan's parents are always telling her to be a good girl and work hard. And Fong Tong really wants Shan Shan to admit that they're together. Mm-hmm. Like he, he wants her to really, ad- to commit to being with him and to acknowledge it because she doesn't for the longest time. And the way that they acknowledge their relationship, the way that they go public is she's on the phone with her mother and she's talking i forget what what the situation is and she hands oh um she's saying that her boss is she is with the that she is dating the big boss and he's not a scammer she promises it's all above board yeah she promises it's all above board and then she hands the phone to fong tong and he talks to her mother she's like okay i'm going home now and he's like no you're not and she's like what do you mean and he's like i now have possession because you have now acknowledged it is it's after because she was calling her mom late at night from his house and he's like mm-hmm. whatever they're imagining <laughs> yeah we're, it's it's done it's a done deal and her parents her dad makes him a suit i know her dad is a tailor mm-hmm. and he makes him this horrible old-fashioned suit oh it's so bad the double-breasted with the buttons and the shoulder pads out to the, <laughs> the and, end of and, beyond. And he wears it. And I just, I love it. I love it so much. I love that these characters come into play. Now, her parents, her mom especially, cracks me up. Because her mom is, is a little bit abrasive. She's like, she's like, she'll bite you, then pet you. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. And her mom has made her a little tag to keep on her purse Mm -hmm. that has all of her information on it. So that if something happens, they have her contact information and they have her blood type. Yes. And when Shan Shan finally accepts Fong Tong, he changes, he doesn't get rid of her tag her well it's a tag holder the tag holder but he changes her tag to a metal plate with his information as her contact information 
Mm-hmm. Y'all, that's better than a diamond. <laughs> yes, it is because it's his willingness. Because you know, now that's he forever. has a blood bank for two people. Yeah, that's forever. Oh yeah. Well, yes, the ID tag is forever. <laughs> um. So we've talked for a while on that. Let's talk about some. Let's talk about the second OTP. Can you be nice while we talk about it? Maybe. <laughs> um, I am. Now, I love, love, love handsome Keith. Love him. Mm-hmm. I do not like the girl. I can't yeah, remember Fong her name. best friend. Yeah. I, I, I'm, um, she is. So he works with Fong Tong. And has forever. Like he's been there since the beginning. Right. They, they're college buddies. So the girl, whatever her name is, because Lee Shu. Lee Shu. Yeah. Lee Shu. She is the daughter of the housekeeper, the Fong Tong, Fong family's housekeeper. The Fong family's housekeeper. She grew up with Fong Tong and Fong Yu. She's Fong Yu's age. Mm-hmm. And, and they're best friends. They're best friends. She went away to school. She had a great education. The family has is her family. Mm-hmm. And she runs a bookstore. She's she is a professional woman. She is she not is. a character to sneeze at. She is not unqualified. Correct. She's just a selfish little twit. <laughs> also true. Well, because part of it was she was at college with Fong Tong and Handsome Chi. Chi right. Key. Key. Uh, key. And so they were all together in a foreign country. So of course that's going to draw the bonds tighter. But, but she just wants to stay a part of that family. I don't mm-hmm. know where her father is, but her mother is extremely ill and has retired, but still lives on the property. Yeah. And she is, I think she's just a scared cat. I don't know what to think about her. Sometimes I feel sorry for her and sometimes I want to slap her. Well, that's better than me because I just wanted to slap her 100% of the time. It got to the point where I was just fast forwarding anytime that she was on the screen and not interacting with Fong Tong or Shen Shen. And her character is is very much interested in her character. Mm-hmm. She wants Fong Tong. Mm-hmm. She wants to be Fong Yu's sister and to stay happy family. And she ignores the fact that Fong Tong sees her exactly as a little sister. Yep. And she's petty. So, so petty. Ugh, I did not like her. And she's like conniving. Her. And yet, Handsome Key has been longing for her, pining for her from afar, like, since the beginning. And I don't like, even know why he wants her. No, dude, he could, do, he could have done so much better. Oh, he could have done way, way better. Way, way better. And the work he puts into winning her over, even though I was fast-forwarding it, I did... I. I watched it on like double speed so I wouldn't miss too much because I liked his character too. Outside of his relationship with her, he was an awesome, awesome guy because he was super supportive of Fong Tong in whatever they were going through and he connected well with Shan Shan. And he, he was had just, a good storyline. He did and he was fun to watch and he had a good sense of humor. You know, he brought a lot of comedy levity. to it. Yeah. Yes, levity. And so, and then for him to end up with Lee Shu, it's just like, but Why? and they and it's so obvious that she settled Mm -hmm. 
It's so obvious that she, she tells sa- handsome key that she settled. I'm like, who does that? And who accepts that? I just, oh, and, and, and it's okay. You guys that are listening, it's, it's okay to fast forward her parts. Really, truly. You won't miss anything. And promise. And it may improve your enjoyment watching the show. Just watch <laughs> Shan Shan because you know what? This little heifer comes out. <laughs> And she goes up and she puts her mouth on Fong Tong. After she knows that he's in a committed relationship with Shan Shan. She acts, she, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to give everything away, but I'm going to tell you that she is underhanded and devious and how she ever thinks that Fong Tong is going to accept her. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that is one of his flaws. He is way too nice to her. And it's because he sees her as his little sister. Even then, he is still too nice. You can draw boundaries even with siblings. And and you know what? He, yeah. yeah. So I I don't think a lot of that second OTP, and you can just skip that. Look at him <laughs> and like him, but throw her off a cliff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was thinking about adding the kiss Mary throw off a cliff section to this, but. Uh, you know, we kind of should have, could have, would have. <laughs> but there you go. I gave that little part. There you go. All right. She's off the cliff. By Lishu, don't grow wings. All right, so let's let's talk about the big story because the interesting thing I found was I wasn't sure if this story was a romance between Fang Tong and Shan Shan, or was it about Shan Shan becoming the best version of herself? And I'm still I'm still not hundred percent sure. I like where her character arc ended up. I felt like it stalled out a bit in the middle as they were settling into the relationship, and then towards the what is the last three or four episodes where she goes into business with her cousin mm-hmm. and then she starts to really grow. So she's already become a CPA and she's finally acknowledging that she has skills and intelligence. And so I, I'm just trying to think, is this story about her becoming herself to become kind of a match for Fong Tong or is it the romance between Fong Tong and Chen Chen? So what do you think? It's not the romance. The romance would be enough. Mm-hmm. But the whole story, Fong Tong is what Shan Shan deserves. Mm-hmm. And the whole story from start to finish is about she goes to the big city. She goes to work at this company. She works hard. She falls in love. She wants to improve herself. She does improve herself. She she maintains a relationship. She goes through ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And then, but at the, if one of the things that you need to realize is the romance is resolved in the middle. Mm -hmm. So it's not about the romance. It's about Shan Shan coming into herself. Um, When she decides that she wants to get her CPA, she says it so she can be wor- worthy for Fong Tong. But then she goes and she gets her CPA and that's still not enough. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to work for him. She doesn't want to, there's, there's drama with her family and she wants to prove herself and it's not for him. He could care less. He could care less. Um, Cause he just wants her, but mm-hmm. she goes and they, she sets up a company with, um, with Lulu and she ends up 
being this person that is worthy of Shan Shan. Mm-hmm. And I, y'all, that's that's that does it for me. That's exactly. Don't we all want to be worthy of ourselves? I think so. And be, by becoming like the best version of herself, she finally felt like she was a match for Fong Tong, which they would have been a match early on. But the fact that she took the effort, because, okay, rabbit trail for a second, but you saw my big fat Greek wedding, right? Yes. And you remember her makeover? Yes. She did that solely for herself. She took it upon herself to change her style, to get contacts, to improve herself, to get the education she needed to become what she she wanted to be a travel agent if i remember right, right. get out right. of her family's restaurant but it was not motivated by the romance and i kind of feel like shan chan is the same way like she tells fong tong she wants to do this for him but everything that her improvements leave to is for herself i mean we even go to the point where she's at her cpa class and the girl that sits next to her is asking her about the guy that's dropping her off mm-hmm. and Shan Shan tells the girl sitting next to her that he's a used car salesman. So and that's she'll why he drives shut up and let cars. her work. <laughs> yep. You know, she goes, she goes to her classes. He does. He tells her she doesn't have to do this. And that's the whole fact that she's like, oh no, I do. Because she's not going to let somebody give her permission for anything. She gives mm-hmm. herself permission. I just, it's, the romance is uh, is what sucks you in because you want them to be together but at the end you're just rooting for shan shan mm-hmm. you want her to have the life that she deserves and she can make it without him yes by you the know, end she was standing on her own two feet and that was really really cool and and she does not need him and she she proves that so many times he takes and when they make a commitment to each other, he brings in his um, portfolio manager mm-hmm. and they sit down and they go through his portfolio and he has her sign all this paperwork like a prenup. And she says, no, the only thing that she is willing to accept is the home that she lives in because she's been paying him money for it. Well, and because and she also said because they have shared memories there. Right. They have shared memories there, but you know that it's, it's, she didn't realize that it was his house when she moved in and started paying yeah. rent. And, um, so f- there's the shared memories, but that's also somewhere that she paid for herself. Yep. So when you stop and think about like the grand scheme of things here, Shan Shan doesn't want anything, but what she needs. She's like, I only need one home to live in. Yeah. He's like, I'm trying to take care of you. And she's like, that's not what I need. And the look on his portfolio manager's face. (laughs) And, and one of the things that we need to talk about is Fong Tong. um, The question is, did he change and grow? Yes and no. Mm -hmm. But what we have to understand is Fong Tong came from a family that loved each other Mm -hmm. um that's not always the case but his mother and father were in love 
And when you watch the scenes about his parents, his mother is silly. His mother is sweet. She's cute. They laugh. Um, the dad teases her and Fong Tong loves that. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason why when he meets Shan Shan, as you watch, you realize that he sees some of the things that he, he loved because his parents died when he was younger. Yeah. He was um, late teens um, and his parents died and they died on Valentine's Day. So that is a whole nother, that's a whole episode. Um, But he loved his mother. He loved his father and he loved how they treated each other. And he doesn't want to be with someone who does not love him. He does not want to be with someone who's serious and calculating. Which is Li Shu all the way. Oh, totally. So Fong Tong starts off as a very reserved character um he is uninterested in dating he's worried about he's just focused on his company and he wants his sister to be happy she can do that right now um it's not that he hasn't dated it's that it's not a priority yeah he's he doesn't see purpose to it anymore Mm -mm. she's got a baby the family name will continue on it's it's not a it's it's not a big deal. His sister's more concerned about his dating life than he is. Yeah, <laughs> but in a good way. Not not totally a meddling way. Well, somewhat a meddling way, but anyway. Because <laughs> but- that's one thing about his sister being a bulldozer is he had to point her in the right direction because she was on Team Lee Shu for a long time and facilitating that. And I think that was, I mean, she wasn't, she didn't support Lu Xu's manipulations, but she was always trying to make space for them to like have to spend time together, that kind of right, thing. Right, because that's her bestie. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wouldn't? But Fong Tong, he does not change. No, he not substantially. Not like. No, his core character does not change. No. But he does grow. And he gains an awareness because he is all business unless it concerns his sister yeah but i mean he, he gains... takes on sorry oh no go ahead well he does take on the because their grandfather taught them the noblesse mm-hmm. oblige oblige thank you i can never pronounce it right because honestly it looks like oblige but anyway but he takes on that you know we are privileged and therefore we need to share what we can and i really like that their family is like that that they're not the stuck-up snobs that we often see in dramas Right. And so it's like he understands that in theory, but being with Shan Chan and starting to listen to his brother-in-law, he starts putting it into practice. So he grows not necessarily like his relationship with Shan Chan grows, which is normal, mm-hmm. but his relationship with Handsome Key and the people around him at his work that's the big change that he has is that he starts to share like the company is in trouble Mm -hmm. and everybody's talking about it and nobody's saying anything and as time goes by he becomes less of a figurehead and more of a leader Mm -hmm. he starts connecting with people he does start connecting with people and um 
he starts thinking about things like when Shan Shan's grandfather gets sick Mm -hmm. and how to take care of people and how to how you cannot just throw money at a problem right it's more about the people involved money helps I will never deny that but it's also about the personal connection because when handsome key handsome key in their college days in the u.s Mm -hmm. or wherever it was english speaking i know that (laughs) yeah handsome key had a laptop and he had designed some elements of a game on it or an app on it oh and had life force the life force app the life force app and he had given his computer to his cousin he had wiped it first. He's very clear about he that. He had I wiped, wiped it, it and up, gave it to my cousin. And he gave it to his cousin. But his cousin somehow was able to recover files and was trying to cause problems with the Life Force app. I don't think it was his cousin. His cousin sold the laptop. Right. And the well, guy he sold it to was able to recover the files and create problems. Right. So, so anyway, long story short, we <laughs> have an issue with a computer that should never have been an issue because they thought that they had done everything they needed to do. And instead of worrying about the company, Fong Tong is worried about Handsome Key. Mm-hmm. And that's where he grows. Is We know that he cares about his friend, but when this happens, it could have gone either way and it would have made a good story. Yeah. But the fact that he tries that he's trying to help his friend clear everything up because handsome key gets all noble noble idiocy and tries to leave yep and fong tong goes and pulls him back he's like no dude <laughs> so this company doesn't work without you so the whole thing is he does change and grow but his whole person changes and grows it's not just to do with shan shan yeah and, and I think, because what they say in the synopsis is that he thaws, and I think right. that's a very apt description. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> about him thawing or just everyone looking cold on set? Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> so many red hands, so many coats. Okay, so, like, I totally covered Fong Tong's rings. He wore some really awesome rings throughout the drama. The bracelets, not so much, but the rings were cool. And it both drew, distracted me from, but also drew attention to the fact that his hands were red during the entire drama. And then I felt bad for the girls because they were wandering out in tights and these short shorts and short skirts. And I'm like, who dressed these poor children? Because it's cold. Okay. Fong Tong's ears were purple. (laughs) I know. His little hands were bright red and his ears were purple. She and Chan, they had her in the fuzziest fuzzy sweaters. She mm-hmm. literally has hand warm a hand warmer like a little muff thing. Mm-hmm. She has like two or three. There's and if she doesn't have that, she's drinking something hot. Yep. So the the whole it must have been just frigid mm-hmm. because they don't. Um, the secretaries look absolutely frozen, and the they can't get them. You can't get the makeup to match because everybody's purple. <laughs> They're so, so cold. <laughs> They're so cold and the makeup is so horrible. Fong Tong is orange. He is. Poor boy. He's a handsome orange. Yeah. But they're trying to tone down the fact that they've got him freezing to death. 
I don't even know how they pulled off working conditions like that. Cause like I, there's some other like K dramas. I know central heating and central air conditioning is just not a thing in Korea because the energy required is just too expensive. And so like in, she would never know was Rowoon. Mm-hmm. His hands were always red. I was like, do they not have hand warmers? And I was saying the same thing. My husband's like, what? I'm like, no, I'm yelling at my drama. Anyway, just do they not have ways of keeping these poor actors warm? I don't understand. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why they don't have like heat lamps or you would think with some of the lighting that they need. I don't know, but that is the most distracting part of the show. <laughs> um, the outfits are all brand name, but there's not very many outfit changes. No. So like they spend all their money on like Chanel and Gucci and they can't change their clothes, but I guess they bought warm Chanel and Gucci. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's Um, that. So that, that was, oh, poor Fontan. (laughs) And none of these people are big. So, you know, Shan Shan has some, some lovely, 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 um, wool, like little red wool shorts mm-hmm. and these super tight, thick tights that I think there was more than one layer of tights going there because uh-huh. they were so opaque. Yes. Um, and these are the things that carry the Maknae and CL Kita think about. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> when we're not enjoying the story, we're going, why are they freezing to death? Why are they dressed like this if they're freezing to death? So we're southerners we worry about the cold people we do worry about the cold people because all we have to do is wait a couple of days and it's back in the 70s exactly (laughs) okay um let's see do we have anything else to say about the styling no i think i've covered it all right so would we recommend this drama obviously i recommend this drama i watch (laughs) this is my comfort watch and whenever we lost drama fever and Vicky had it for like a hot second. And then there was some sort of an issue and they no longer, it was no longer available in our region. Mm-hmm. And I cried real tears um, because I was trying to watch it bootleg on YouTube and so much buffering. Oh. Um, so I definitely recommend it. I love this drama. It is my happy place go watch it watch it twice (laughs) keep it on netflix i recommend it because i i have to frame it the right way this is not about the romance this is about shan shan growing and i didn't get that at first and i was like hold up so go into it knowing that shan shan is growing and that's what you're rooting for and fast forward through the dumb secondary female lead because amen all right Well, thank you for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. 